0: Welcome
1: to Dreamscapes of Ramjack, the Lost Refuge.
0: Hello everyone, I am Alex, and joining me today for the podcast is our good friend Brad. Hello citizens, hello. Hello citizens, hello world. You're listening to Ramjack. Um, I say world. Brad, I don't know the last time you dipped into our just primitive analytics that we have um, through, what, what what do we use? Like the FeedBurner or Google Analytics? Yeah, feed burner yeah so about two years ago I thought I know Spotify's hitting it off with podcasts um maybe we should get on Spotify are you hearing the cats yes okay the, the, it's such a, a weird sound it's so they're, weird <laughs> Panther times are happening as they are want to do um I actually had to take the dog upstairs before recording I was hoping to have her nearby to show to show Brad how adorable she is um but the cats were fighting with her and now they're fighting with each other Stebby, it's time to go Okay, Leaf will calm down, because he is no longer in her space. Sorry, you can cut this out if you need to, Brad, I don't... It's such a weird sound that I have <laughs> to keep it. <laughs> she, she's still she's still on edge. But anyway, um, two years ago, I got an itch, like, maybe we should add ourselves to Spotify. I mean, to just to broaden our audience, because I love doing the show with you, Brad, Um but I also enjoy... I mean, I, we, have, we need to have an audience or it's just us. And it's like, all right. So I know that we've had an audience. We've cultivated some people over the years. Um, people come and go. I understand that. I come and go from podcasts. Sure. So I thought, I'll add it to Spotify. Maybe we, we can get some more audience. Um, I got to a point... And then I started reading the agreement to get on Spotify and I talked to Brad and was like, eh, I started it, but something seemed a little weird in the user agreement about what they owned. If you stream it through them or how you get your pod, it was odd. So I was like, eh, I don't know if I, w- if, if we want to do this. Hmm. Turns out Spotify did not, not stop us from adding it. They, they, they just went ahead and did it even without huh. me agreeing to it. So I, I went back and claimed our podcast and got some analytics that have been going for the last two years. Um, Of people who found us through Spotify Not a lot of people, mind you But also keep in mind that I did not finish our profile I basically just said Add this to the registry of podcasts and when it said, here's the nitty gritty, also, yeah, I agree to this, I kind of bailed. So, for any new listeners that may be hitting us through Spotify, hello and welcome to the show. For any listeners at any platform, welcome to Ramjack. It's 2022. It's going to be a good year. What do we do on Ramjack? Is it? Is it? Well, I mean, whether the, uh, we will make the okay, podcast. Okay, this a podcast good. where Alex lies to you? Eh, I don't know if it's about me lying so much as I'm optimistic about us making a good show in 2022. Oh, uh, the show will be great. The show It'll will be great. Be spectacular. But will the year be great? Will the year be great? I mean, arguably, they've gotten worse and worse since we've been children up we'll to check, now. We'll check back,
1: check back in one year. Let's see what Alex has to say about
0: 2022. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll do a retrospective at the end of the year. Cool. Um... But yeah, I'm not going to go in specific numbers, um, but I will say that since we've been tracking it, about 48% of our listeners through Spotify were male, and 35% were female, and 17% were non-binary, which I think is neat that Spotify tracks. Uh, regarding age, Brad, we are very firmly in the 35 to 44-year-old demographic. Like, 91% of the people who listen to us... Are around our age which makes sense you know a generation right, sure. finds a generation in here um I heard somewhere that what
1: are what if what if we get some olds some real olds and some real youngs and they're just
0: balancing it out ooh um we do have two uh, percent was uh, 45 to 59 don't know who these people were uh five percent were 28 to 34 and then less than one percent were both uh 23 to 27 and then one percent was 18 to 22. So I, I don't know if, if Alfio is in there somewhere, if Alfio's gone forever, who knows? But it, we, got, we got a few people, I, but mostly people our age, which is fine. No big deal. What are the people listening to that listen to our show, Brad? That's interesting. And I wish they showed me more, but the only thing they show me are musical artists. A lot of people like Katy Perry, which I guess makes sense for the age, but okay. Rider Kid Ink, uh, Miguel, Missy Elliott. Just throwing out some people that these people like. Okay, cool. Whatever. Uh, Brad checking his head. Hey, no, no appreciation no for clue. my music. No and clue. No clue. When it comes to countries, though, the United States is obviously most people listen to us in the States. But after that comes the Netherlands. Oh. And then after that comes the United Kingdom, which doesn't shock us because many friends of the show are in the UK. Uh, but then it's France. Australia, Poland, Denmark, and Brazil. That's the top eight. No one's streaming us in Canada, which is fine because not everyone listens through Spotify. That's something else. I do not use Spotify for podcasts other than to track the analytics of our podcast. Why would I? I have my own podcasting, guys. I'm OG podcast. been doing this for over 10 years, listening to podcasts for a lot longer than that. Well, not too much longer because podcasts kind of came up around that time. So we're old school. We have our own burners and our own apps. Like, come on. I get my RSS feeds raw Like I don't, I don't need This kind of crazy No But I'm glad we're on Spotify And I, I'm kind of happy That people have found The show through that Even though I kind of Told Spotify not to do it It's cool Sketchy It's fine It's a little Weird. sketch Weird It's a little sketch it's, I will say Like I,
1: to- I know There was one of them Because I, I don't I don't use any of those things. I like, I've I've got Stitcher to listen to some weird Stitcher premium shows. Um, but like, that's the only thing I use other than just Overcast. Um. Mm,
0: yeah, I use so, Overcast too, exclusively. Yeah, it's
1: great. It's great. Um, but like, does Spotify, do they put ads on? Because I think, I know there was one of them. And I don't know if it was Spotify. There was adding ads to your podcast and then they make the money off of the ads and
0: you don't um i think there's a few of them that actually do that i don't think spotify i honestly don't know yeah there's nothing in the portal that i haven't dug too deep because i really just got the statistics and then sent them to brad and was like hey this is weird that spotify went ahead and did this but cool uh maybe we can do something else to make this out uh get it out there because it is like the number one streaming pot sure podcast platform all of the other people are on it um Cool, and I know that you can get ad, and I know you can get paid through ads through all these things. But I think you have to reach a certain level, and they may put commercials in it. Yeah. I don't know. I might start I listening mean, to Spotify yeah. just to figure it out. Um, yeah, no clue.
1: I mean, if it was if it was like if they were putting an ad like before and after, I would be like fine, whatever. Like yeah. if you're putting it through your service, I guess whatever. I just don't like the idea of like people like like randomly putting ads like in the middle of our shit, and then well, they make money.
0: There's a lot of stuff, so I don't think because. I think you have to opt in to that platform. And you can also like put parameters around it because i did read an article recently about another podcast who was livid excuse me because they got feedback from their listeners that they were getting weird commercials spliced in to their podcast that was very like if you listen to the show the commercials did not gel uh very similar to like something let's pretend they were very liberal like an extreme conservative commercial appeared in the show and they were like what the fuck is this about and they contacted spotify and they're like sorry we didn't mean for this to happen and, um something just got crossed on the back end sorry uh but it kept happening to where they were like what the fuck spotify so i don't even know i mean, we, i can look into it if they do just add at the beginning and yeah. end do I we just was, toss I, I the was, dice yeah. to see what happened <laughs>
1: i think it was another company i think it was like something that came up around the same time as spotify um that like did, i don't think it made it um but like yeah it was a, it was a big thing that people were getting really pissed off about i remember at the time because it was like yeah they were just like monetizing other people's free content And it wasn't even a thing where you submit it, like, they were just, like, you know, like, any, like, they were just, like, pulling, you know,
0: pulling RSS feeds and just, like, adding ads. (laughs) Very weird. Not cool. Very weird. scallions. They couldn't have made too much money because it takes a lot to get an audience and, like, for them to find, I don't know, maybe they did, who knows. Um, but yeah, whoever you are, wherever you are listening to us, whatever you listen to us through, you are welcome Mm -hmm. here on the podcast. Sure What do we do? Often we watch an episode of TV uh, from yesteryear, just uh, and we talk about it Right now we're on the TNT kick Uh, What is TNT? It's a show that stars Mr. T, of course And it's just about him running around in a city called Sea Coover, we're pretty sure Um, Definitely Being a detective uh, with a prosecutor No, she's not a prosecutor, she's a defender, right? Yeah, yeah Amy Amanda, whose actress I cannot remember off the top of my head. But it's a good show. It's a fun show from the Great 80s show. that most people do not remember or even knew existed. I know I didn't. It's such a good show. I like, guys, I can't wait to talk about this episode.
2: It's so weird. Yeah. It's so, so
0: weird. Playing with fires this episode. And it is maybe the weirdest episode of TNT. Or at least has the most strange characters in it. Yeah. Uh, the There's way they lot. deliver lines. There's the one-off lines that they get. Like, it's a fun time. Yeah. But well, before we get to the TV show, we always like to talk a little bit about what's going on in life, the world. Um, first of all, first of all, Alex,
1: um, I, I can't believe you didn't say happy holidays. Um, we're recording this on January 6th. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I will say that one On Spotify I was looking at the analytics And one of the ones That I think was One of the most Started But not finished Was one of our Old 9-11 episodes I nice. think it was The year that I Brought it up Which was I think 2020 And it was like Okay yeah I Got a lot of popularity Back then It was like Okay cool uh, But yes Okay sorry Happy holidays. Happy holidays Happy
1: holidays It's It's QAnon Shaman Day The day when The rest of the world found out about the QAnon shaman.
0: Yeah, he was hiding out a recluse up until then.
1: No, he was pretty well known if you were following QAnon shit. I mean, uh, come on. But uh, that's when
0: the rest of the world met the QAnon shaman. He's going to jail, right? I mean, he, oh yeah, he's he, in jail. Yeah, he he's is. He's in jail. He's in jail. Yeah. He did help a little bit, right? So he got a reduced sentence. I'm, I mean, I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I honestly don't remember.
1: Like he got he, he got a, he got he got a pretty good sentence because, like you know, he's the QAnon Shaman. Like he's the face yeah. of like um, idiots running into the capital.
0: Yeah. So I obviously. Do we want to talk anything about September six? I know that Nancy Pelosi did something today that Brad texted me that oh my I'm sure like, sent your blood pressure up sky like, high.
1: Yeah. Oh, by the way, QAnon Shaman got 41 months. Which also, I, I love the fact that only for babies and jail sentences do we talk about months in this level. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, I gotta crunch numbers to figure out. Like, three years. Uh, uh, three uh, and a half I,
0: years. You think that's enough?
1: I think... Listen, he's the the face of it. I think that's... I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. But, like, he is the face of that, so I think he probably should have a higher number. Um, But, like, I don't know. Should anyone have three years for
0: this shit? It's shocking that he got three years, part of a movement that is largely considered, and maybe rightfully so, an attempted insurrection or coup or whatever. Uh, But people who just get the smallest amount of marijuana on them go for 20 years. Just, uh, sorry, 20 Uh, years. Okay, yeah, well, like, that shouldn't, yeah, that shouldn't exist at all. But, like, we got to reduce
1: all the sentences, like, but, like, yeah, of course. Uh, That goes without saying, obviously. Without going into
0: the atrocities of, like, for-profit prisons and all of that, which, yes, that's no, for-profit
1: prisons. There should be no drug charges. Ch- yeah. Everything, all drugs should be legal. Wipe um, it. But also, like, like dressing up like an idiot and walking into the Capitol, like, also shouldn't put you in jail for for 41 months. Like, that's insane. Like, he, like he's an idiot. Like, I. But like, who the like. What is what harm what harm did he do? What harm did he do? Like like he just ran around like an idiot. Like I I don't know if he got the like the longest sentence. I haven't followed to see who got the longest sentence. Like I think yeah. people that stole shit, like, I
0: probably should have longer sentences. You know, like, people who steal computers that are password protected in the government, yeah. maybe they should have a longer sentence just but because also, of the severity of what that is. But also
1: I like I feel like, uh, all of our politicians should constantly be scared that a mob is gonna storm the Capitol. Like, that's a good thing. So I, I like that but like these fucking idiots a like i like here's the thing everybody's wrong about january 6 literally ever like like the republicans that are like uh it was it wasn't real it was fake it was like the fbi uh it didn't actually happen it's not a big deal like they're wrong obviously wrong that's stupid okay. and the democrats that are like this is the most this is the most horrific event in american history in our modern like no it's not it's not a big fucking deal it was a lot of idiots that like ran around like, they, nothing fucking happened. Like, I mean, yeah, some people wanted shit to happen, but they were too stupid to do anything, because they're fucking I, idiots.
0: There were some people that were prepared to do more, and through their inability to organize and or actually do anything, or like, to get there in time or not understanding things, it was not allowed. It didn't happen. Yeah. Um. Now, those people should be. I mean, anyone who uh, premeditates uh, criminal intent, like, to that level, and tries to execute it... it I mean, yeah, that needs to be figured out. But a lot of the people there were—I would think—maybe more was, of a sh- smokescreen. That the people like the Shaman that were just like, was, "Hey, I'm here." It this was is mostly me middle-aged expressing myself.
1: It was mostly middle-aged QAnon idiots. Like the, the fact that, like, do you remember when they were just like going? They were they were sta- they were staying within the, the, the roped-off lines. That was the
0: smoking. most hilarious part. Like, what they—that's when they were exiting. It's like, all right, we're done. No, Let's no, when get when out of here. when they were
1: going here. in, when they were going in and going through like the rope lines, and like just like wandering around like a fucking like like fucking senior citizens like on a field trip just looking around like it, like most of the people there I like a fucking idiots fucking idiots this was this whole thing was stupid it's stupid on every level um but yeah so yeah 41 months is crazy uh but he's like the face of it so i get it um, but, like, why are not like, why are we talking about fucking Steve Bannon? Why aren't we talking about, like, um, the Alex Jones' guy that went in there? Was it, was it, I don't remember if it was Owen Troyer or, or, Owen Troyer or, um, the other guy. I can't remember. Um, like like people that like actually did shit like yeah. i know like they're, they they want to question Sean Hannity now um but like i like i go after the people that actually did something and they're not because the democrats are useless like this whole thing like it, like i we ca- i feel like we called it we recorded on January 5th last year and I said, nothing will fundamentally change, and I stand fucking by it. No matter what happens, nothing is going to happen. And guess what? Nothing fucking happened.
0: I, I don't understand why they hesitate so much to just go ahead and investigate things to the way they should be investigated. Because they don't want to That is I mean, that's. That is the only answer we can come up with now Like, like definitively, there is no defending it now There is no, no, well, they're trying to It's like, no, they are purposefully slowing this down Or not doing the things they need to do They're not yeah. obstructed by anything, really they You are all, just not doing your job
1: Like, the Democrats are so anemic All they want is to, to Do fundraising off of bad shit To the point where they won't do good shit Because then they won't be able to fundraise Off bad shit, like, that's it it's insane. Like, I can't believe that the fucking Biden administration has somehow like my low expectations were not low enough for how bad they would be. It's insane.
0: I mean, a centrist Democrat like Biden isn't a centrist. We've we've talked about that. Yeah. And yeah. of course he wasn't gonna get anything done. We need to get rid of the old democratic um kind of idea, those centrist motherfuckers, and just go full on progressive. Let's just do it. I don't know if that needs to be a different party. I don't know if we need to split the Democrats up or whatever it is. But I, I do not want to vote for Democrats no. if they're going to do this. And they are. Um, and I'm sure not going to vote for anyone who's super conservative or I would even say conservative leaning because we don't need that in the world no. right now. We don't need it anytime time, but definitely don't need it now. Come on. Give us other options.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's wild. It's absolutely fucking wild. And yeah, so today, uh, um, Nancy Pelosi introduced uh, uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, and they did a song from Hamilton. Oh God! In honor of January sixth, let's let's fucking bring out Lin Manuel Miranda to say some stupid bullshit and then play a stupid song from his stupid fucking show.
0: Was it like a weird spoof on it must be nice to have no, Washington was just a on song. your side? it's literally
1: just a song from Hamilton. I, I watched about 10 seconds of the actual song because like I'm not going to, I refuse to watch anything related to Hamilton.
0: You shouldn't. Hamilton no. is. I mean, the music, I mean, some of it's pretty and it sounds as good as any musical music can. Bad show. Yeah. I, In retrospect, horrible yeah. given what it is and what it's trying to do. Um... To begin the conversation, we're privileged to have a contribution from one of the great creative talents of our time, Lin-Manuel Miranda. May his beautiful words be an inspiration to us. Among the words he said and in the music, we'll make it right for you. If we lay a strong enough foundation, we'll pass it on to you and we'll give the world to you. Lin-Manuel and his father, and the, the uh, Hamilton singers, who we'll hear from, said that they were all very honored to be asked to participate today. I call your attention to... A new year brings hope for the future, new energy to face the tasks ahead of us, and a renewed promise to strengthen the foundations of our democracy. We are all stewards of the American experiment working to pass down to our children and our grandchildren a more perfect union that treats all its citizens with fairness and equity. We should never take our rights and liberties for granted, and we must remain committed to finding a way forward together. That's what I wrote about in the song, Dear Theodosia from Hamilton. I believe no challenge is worth abandoning our efforts to unite as Americans. We'll keep working generation after generation until we reach that someday. What to say. A lot of people were bamboozled by it, though. A lot of people got into musicals by that, like younger people. But, you know, a little research. You're like, I don't know if I want my fiction to be this far off from the truth. And yeah. it's pretty horribly off like, from the truth in a well, way that almost makes it gross and weird. Like he read We've a, talked about it before. He
1: read a Ron Chernow book and stopped there and was like, I'll write a musical based on a Ron Chernow book. Like, you don't base, like, your historical knowledge off a Ron Chernow book. Like, if you want to take it as a point and then, like, learn some more, okay, sure. You can start, like, I read that George Washington Ron Chernow book. That was a fun book. Um, but, like, I'm not going to, like, if I, I'm not going to, like, write something about George Washington based off of that book.
0: Oh, I mean, you want more resources to make sure everything in there is right. I mean, there's a lot of other things it probably didn't cover. You don't, want, I mean, you, yeah. don't, you
1: don't think I should just, like, pick, like, a right-wing lunatic and, like, base everything off of
0: what they said? No, this isn't like high school when I'm learning to write a paper or, like, produce content. Yeah, kids no, 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 I, no, no, I know, no, This is,
1: this, this is a big-time Broadway work.
0: I, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna, okay. Well, it's big-time Broadway. Well, then, yeah. A book can set a, like, set a flame in your heart. I fucking hate
1: him so much. Like, I hate Lin-Manuel Miranda. I, it, like, he's everything I hate. I like I am glad I no longer work at theater because Lynn Manuel Miranda exists
0: on this planet. <laughs> it's weird. Cause the, the guy can write some bangers. Like he wrote the song for Moana, like Disney's Moana. He wrote the music for that, and it's good for the most part. There's some things I've questioned. Um and he recently did the stuff for Encanto, which is the uh, new Disney um movie about uh, a Latin American family who gets magic from a candle. Uh we watched it. I think did I talk about that on the show? You did. It was... You call you called it Enchanto. Ooh, Enchanto. Uh I've mispronounced the words a lot. Welcome to the show, guys. This is, uh... I don't think that's going to change in 2022. Um, but I didn't realize until after the fact that he wrote the music for it. And in retrospect, after I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. It's okay. Not great. Some of them are better than others. Yeah, That's what it is. is. I, I'm not a huge fan of his. Either. Don't know his music, but
1: personally, I hate him. Like, his politics are stupid. Wildly stupid. Agreed. <sighs> So, uh, um, I've started my new job.
0: Congratulations.
1: It's a delight.
0: No longer unemployed. No longer just, uh, I, I... I, I'm at a loss for words I'm sorry I For some reason my mind is going In a lot of the directions I don't know if I'm thinking of, Anyway It's awesome oh. that you're employed again Sorry
1: Thank you Thank you Thank um, you It's very nice Upside Every day I drive by Hotopato, Which nice. is Nice And I figured out that The Hotopato Pado is The The exact halfway point Between my office And Tammy and Dan's place
0: Ooh Well so then that like, That's destiny I mean, friend. That is Yeah
1: it's Clearly Clearly It's It's very important It's uh
0: Yeah Dan Dan posted something recently on was it Instagram or TikTok about hot Nice. I was like, "Nice!" It was awesome to see it, and he I was like, "Dan's doing something about Hotopado. Great. Nice, um, brought back nice. memories. That's cool, though. So awesome destination place for a lunch or a dinner post work. But are you gonna be able to make it out on time? <laughs> um, always,
1: because um, I
0: work in a in a branch. So
1: like, I'm not in a, in the corporate office. I am in the actual branch. Um, and so uh, they gotta lock the doors. So uh, I'm out of there at five. Out the door. Five o'clock. Pretty sweet. Uh, it's very nice. It's very nice.
0: You you explained to me before the podcast. Um, do you mind if I say this about your company? Because we're not giving names or anything. Sure. And I, I think it's a neat idea. You said that your company at one time was in a big corporate building. They sold it, and now everyone is disseminated across the branch offices. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I I
1: think they may get a corporate building at some point. But I I don't I'm not sure what the specifics of it. But yeah. So I don't basically, think they should. I mean, who knows? I don't I don't know. It's 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 interesting. But like,
0: how different would any corporation be that owns like branches of anything or like what if the CEO of McDonald's, what if the executives were just located in a branch just like a McDonald's restaurant? There's just How like, much yeah, would it's, change? It's,
1: it's, it'd be wild. It'd be wild. Yeah, like all of IT is like um in like this one branch. Yeah. So, and I technically fall under IT,
0: so. What if... Everyone from IT at Walmart just worked from one Walmart as opposed to a company like a I corporate mean, building. Wild. Wild. It could change everything. It's not yeah. gonna change capitalism. It's not gonna get wildly better overnight. Like we need to get rid of it. We need to replace it with something better. Brad's had some ideas on the show before. We all have ideas that are good. But it might help a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. in the transition process. It may speed yeah. along. Who knows? Maybe. Um so
1: one of the things we do at my new job, they have like a, they have like the big uh, team meetings like on, you know, Microsoft Teams, and like this you know, they were talking about like new year's resolutions and like, you know, like, you know, motivational shit, you know, same old, same old, whatever. Um, so, like, you know, they're just playing, like, some videos and stuff, and one of the things, they played a clip from, like, a TED Talk, and Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, mileage may vary, uh, but, uh, they played this one clip, um, about, about, like, building habits, and it was this woman, uh, Christine Carter, um, okay. who was giving the TED Talk that they played this clip from, and, like, she's going on, and it's like, you know, like, it's everything, you know, you would expect, you know, from this sort of thing. Like, no surprises, really, Until she said something that like just like in my mind, I heard a record scratch and I was just lost for a little while just thinking about this (laughs) because her whole thing was like make uh, make small make small achievable steps. Um, to build habits Like you know And like If like you want to like Be able to run a marathon um, Just make yourself run For one minute Every morning And if you make And if you run at least One minute That's better than Not having run at all And eventually you'll run more. Whatever Fine Yeah
0: okay okay but, Like graduate, you know the, so, <laughs> the most delicate Of entries into something Like well, marathon running Yeah but it's like Run a minute a day
1: it, But it's like Building a habit Building yeah, a habit yeah, was her, her whole thing. And so she's talking about like And you can do this For all kinds of things You know if if you want to eat healthier just like add add one vegetable to your meal like one you know whatever and she's going on and on and on and like that's whatever. a little
0: different than like the running thing that's whole, more like whole, eat half a carrot
1: i agree i agree but like but go hold ahead, I'm on sorry. hold on um you know add one vegetable to your meal like and this works for anything it can work for it can work for your you know your exercise goals your fitness goals it can work for your personal goals your work goals um, if you're trying to to be a better anti racist <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, and, what?
1: And like, I, I stopped because I'm like, wait, what is the small step for being an anti-racist? <laughs> like, what is the like, what? Does that I need mean, like you, like, I'm going to say the N word like this much less?
2: Perhaps you want to use less plastic or
0: meditate more or be a better anti-racist. Maybe you want to write a book or eat more leafy greens. You can do and be those things starting right now. The only requirement is that you stop trying to be so good. Like, what does that mean?
1: How? What's a small step towards being a better anti-racist?
0: I'm curious as to what, so, so just to be clear, it is someone who, is it someone who wants to be less racist? Or is it someone who's like, I want to, I want to make it a part of my identity to be anti-racist. How do I let people know that I'm not racist and that they shouldn't be racist too? Like, I'm confused as to what this. <laughs> it could be either of those.
1: There's, yeah, it's it's wild, but it was like just and like, and she kept talking after that, but I didn't. Like, none of the rest of it registered because I'm just in my mind thinking, what is the, what is that small step? What is your small anti-racist step? <clears throat> like, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? (laughs) what is the equivalent of running for for 60 seconds in the morning to being anti-racist what is that? Like
0: <laughs> The smallest of steps. Yeah. I think you hit it with use one less slur a day. Uh, Cause you can't go cold turkey. No one no. just go no one just shows up at a marathon. Yeah. I've never done anything in my life. No one just loads their plate with vegetables at dinner. And no one just looks at the world and says, you know what? <laughs> Fuck racism. It's a gradual process. Gradual. I guess. Gradual. I guess.
1: Like, I, 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 what what does it mean? What I, does it first, mean?
0: You wake up every morning and you meditate to yourself and think, I'm going to open up my heart to not being racist.
1: Today, just a little
0: bit. Just oh, slowly open
1: up. Today, I'm going to find one of the good ones. Jesus. <laughs> I mean,
0: because if you were racist, that's how you would think, right? Yeah, that's, I mean. you don't, You don't even have the tools or the understanding no. to know how to not be. It's so, like, I. it was
1: such a weird thing to throw in there. And I, it like, it bowled me over.
0: I a. that would be an awesome bit to do on the podcast moving forward. Let's choose a random topic. And how do you do, like, let's just give you an example. What do you do once a day? Why do you start before you run? I don't know. Maybe that would, because I mean, I can think of a lot of things. Maybe where did QAnon Shaman go wrong? Like, when did he, what could he have done to pull away from QAnon quite a bit? Yeah. That is... Was there anything else from this? Because that is... Did anyone else like pause or like (laughs) look around in the chat? Like, did anyone else hear that? I I guess it's just a sea of people without their cameras on. So I'm just in my office,
1: just like taking this in. No clue what anybody else is reacting to. Very strange. So Alex, I'm just gonna ask that uh, maybe, maybe today, you'll take
0: one step to be a little less racist. I mean, as someone, I, I, I think we can all take that, right? Even if you aren't racist, how could you be even less not racist? There <sighs> we go. Universally applied. Yikes. Yikes. When I look back at how we were educated as children in high school, I, I don't know why racism was the thing that popped this in my head, but there's so many instances. Because you I'm thought like, about Mr. I'm Bruin uh, immediately? It wasn't, exactly. <laughs> I, my mind saw Mr. Mr. Bruin flash in my head. All right, Sean, that's enough. Sean, you were doing nothing wrong. Mr. Bruin was racist. Justice for Sean. Justice for Sean, indeed. Yeah, I still remember him code switching when he came, uh, according at Chick fil A for, uh, one of our other students' mothers, our, like, fellow students' moms, and that was weird. Yikes. Uh, but that's a, a whole other thing. I, I, it's, it's, it's pretty cash because not much has been happening on my site, Brad. Um,. The only thing that I can bring up that I think was more interesting, it's also related to podcasts, is at the end of the year, much like Spotify says, hey, here's your analytics or whatever, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and a lot of them try to do retrospectives. Um, but there was a podcast that I listened to that was new. It's only been around for a little bit. Uh, it was called Galaxy Brain. It was from Polygon. It's basically just one of those, hey, we watch movies that are popular that just came out, and we kind of talk about them a little bit. But they tried to put a different spin on it that I guess wasn't successful because their last episode was in December and they're like, hey, we're ending the podcast and they were very like heartfelt about it, even though they've only been on for like a year and a half maybe and they're just done and they never really explained why and I thought it's always interesting to me when something ends when people choose to end things because one Ramjack isn't going anywhere and we've been doing this for a lot longer than a year and a half <laughs> but I, I love to see things start and then either and come to a finality and just be there and also know that I that the our podcast will continue on so it's like oh, oh that's sad for you guys that's cute uh, we've been doing this for like 10 years I'm not gonna stop no matter what because um, that's just who we are. But there was another podcast I was listening to, um, and I think it is... Um, what is the theme song? Because I hear it in my head sometimes. God, what is it? Here, I have to look it up really quick. I'm sorry. Oh, it's it's a podcast called Blink Check, and it's where these two guys uh, watch... Um, movies that a certain director makes. Like, they choose a director and they go through their entire um, uh, work and they talk about the movies. And it's blank check because they were people who proved themselves to be popular directors, maybe in the 70s or 80s or 90s. And once they made one super popular movie, they were just given free reign. Do what you want. And how successful was that versus how unsuccessful that was. It's it's an interesting spin on it. But they were talking about how when they started, they've been going for a long time. Not as much as we have, only for five years. But, like, the first year and a half of their show was completely different and then they retooled themselves the first year and a half they were a a dedicated star wars podcast and they were like and and the company they worked with was like all right cool for some reason they wanted to retool it and the company's like okay look if if it's not successful after three months we got to cut you i'm sorry the podcast has to end it's become much more successful than their star wars podcast but just thinking about an about face where people who love film and are very knowledgeable and work in the industry talk about these movies uh, with an expert knowledge to know that they went from a dedicated Star Wars podcast and with the same audience were like, guess what? We're going to do this new thing. And it was successful is interesting Um, to me anyway. Um, another podcast I listened to that I thought was neat was one that's just started, and I cannot remember the name of it either. Give me just a second. I don't even know if I have one on my phone, because I think I just listened to the last one they had, or that I had. Hold up. So this podcast is called Let's Learn Everything, and it's three intrepid young scientists... Um, they're like fresh out of college. They're in their mid to late 20s. And they're talking about, hey, we started this podcast. We've only been doing it for about a year. We do a lot of science stuff. They come to um, someone, basically ask them a question and they go and they research it and they bring as much as they can. And they they work in different fields of science and they are scientists. But they decided on this episode to kind of go back and give you more of their history of how they got into their respective fields and also um, how they got into podcasting. And the fascinating thing, these are all 20-somethings, is that there is a clear difference in how they have grown up, which we know exists. We know that kids now are more into technology, but these podcasters, these young podcasters have been in it from the get go and their experience through life is different demonstratively different than ours. Like, totally night and day. And it's weird to me that they, like, have always been in social media. As soon as they can remember, they've always had accounts. Uh, they have always been dabbling and making digital content. They were talking about how they struggled when they were younger uh, to, like, find their voice and, like, their thing. But then when they got older, they found success on TikTok. And then they started messaging each other through Instagram and some another social media platform. And together, they kind of formed a group. And they're like, all right, let's make a podcast. And they did. Um... Baffling, I to me light years away from how we started podcasting as adults, essentially, or even how we were growing up because we never had that digital stuff. Like we were in the in between part of not really having having computers, but not having the internet um, until we really got into colleges when that was really in full force. I mean, um, we to,
1: we, to, we all we all we had was the ability to break into the school theater to put on a play. Like yeah, that's all we had. That's all you had. <laughs> and then fucking
0: Brian Hoppers left the door open and like. It's but, but that's another, another, another story. Another story. Another, different, yeah. Different Reddit? Chat rooms were just hitting the ground. We had AOL and discs. It's like it, totally different. These kids were just immersed. And I'm almost jealous of them if I didn't know how horribly they are fucked by our society in the future. Um, something's got to change. Or These kids aren't going to really have... They're going to be struggling like all of us will eventually um, because that's what capitalism does. But it was just weird... Are interesting to kind of, it kind of put me in perspective of our our situation Brad our podcast and what we do and that uh, there's podcasts come and go I'm happy to be here with you podcasting and still doing the same thing we do as friends on the show today and I don't know maybe, maybe everyone in December or November feels that way um, we recently sold something um, uh, just on like the Facebook marketplace because we wanted it out of our house. We just needed to sell it. And the guy who came wore a cowboy hat, weird, uh, super conservative dude. And he just chatted. He just wanted to chat a little bit, which was strange. And we tried to cut the conversation short as we could, but he wanted to get nostalgic about things. He's like, you know what guys, this might seem crazy to you, but when I went to college, how did we get you there? I I don't know. But he started talking about it. When I went to college, we didn't even have computers really. I typed everything up on a typewriter and I had to go to a library and use something called uh the dewey decimal system on these cards to look up books i didn't have computers and i said yeah dude i'm like almost 40 i know that life i lived in that kind of life of typing i never had a typewriter because i was a kid well we did have a typewriter but i never typed it up for school but i remember the dewey fucking decimal system i've been in libraries and looked up stuff i don't know why he thought i was like a child but here's an
1: extra 10 bucks just like uh take take this away like you can have it for free just get it get out
0: of here Yeah, just yeah just go please just go just i just take this and get, out. get out i talk I, I have parents like they told me how it was like for them like i've talked to other adults i know the yeah, past you
2: may not
1: know about this but uh it might be weird to you this may sound strange but i remember uh i remember uh, we had uh we had a uh, vcr we watched movies on on cassette tapes and uh and we had these things called dvd players you guys don't remember that a what while do you mean
0: back? I don't remember it? I'm not like, like, are there people our age that don't? I, if younger, I can understand. But even like... You guys may not know about this, <laughs> but, uh...
1: I remember, you know, uh... You know, there's a... Uh, you know, the, there's a new Matrix movie. I, you know, I remember when the first Matrix came out. That was <laughs> a long time ago. Huh. I mean, no, you probably don't You probably don't know about that. You probably, no, probably think this was the only one. No, they there was your more time.
0: Of, more of them before. Now, the weirdest thing about these Marvel movies is that when I was little, when I was a kid, and you maybe don't know about it, the X-Men, they had movies for them. Did you know they were the first Marvel Sin Man movies? <laughs> I bet you didn't. You probably tied away on that computer over there. I, I, I I don't, I don't know. There was a, I I also saw a TikTok in the same week that, um, where a guy was like, Hey, zennials are a thing. That's an in-between millennial. And a Gen Zer, and guess what? These are how. This is some things you might be able to to pinpoint whether you are or not. Uh, and they were like, "Hey, do you know what a DVD is?" And I'm like, "Everyone knows what a DVD. Is. Even now, they still have DVDs out. You can look at them." He's like, "If you remember what DVDs are, but you remember like when you had VHS as a kid and it transitioned over to DVDs, and maybe you knew what LaserDisc laser dick was, laser <laughs> disc was, you're a Genieol." And I'm like, "I, I don't know." <laughs> That's weird. That's that's pretty much all. I I've been very reflective uh, this these last this last week. Uh, of my place in the world, and these people uh, telling me that I may not remember things that I quite obviously do, and you, you may all the people around used to... us uh, studying the craft around us.
1: B- before, uh, before we took all these uh, the pills, you know, we used to eat uh, we used to eat breakfast in the morning. Before <laughs> it was all just like you know pills and like whatever, you know. Yeah, we we would we would we would eat breakfast. Sometimes we'd have like like a bacon. You know, you don't probably know what that is. We have uh, bacon. <laughs> we have eggs. Like they came from chicken. Like eggs. Oh, uh, you know. I you're never gonna understand. You're never gonna understand.
0: Kids. Kids today.
1: You just eat your you just eat your food pills, right? That's what you guys do.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Hmm.
1: Alex, it is that super, super special time of the week where we think about January 6th, of course. Of course. But also TNT.
0: (laughs) Shh.
2: T.S. Turner was a city smart kid fighting his way off the street until he was framed for a crime he didn't commit. Amy Taylor was a young crusading lawyer. She mounted an appeal to put Turner back on the street, this time in a suit and tie, working as a private detective. Together, they are T and T.
1: Anytime
0: we watch an episode of television, we like to pit ourselves against a clock to try to summarize it in the most concise way possible, Um, in under a minute. Um, If we go over a minute, we've kind of forgotten what our job here is, which is to be really concise but thorough. Um, And if we go horrendously under, did we even watch the show? Like, what the hell are we doing here? But if we had a minute on the dot, ladies and gentlemen, that is what we call being a Braveheart. And that's what we honestly strive for on Ramjack. If we ever have to rename the show, would Bravehearts be maybe one of the work titles we start with in the workshop? I would make the list for me. I don't know if we'd mark it off later, but it could. No, I think
1: that's a solid name. Great name. That's a solid name. Like, I know it's a little late
0: in the game, but should we rename the show Bravehearts? I don't think we should rename the show Bravehearts. I mean, listen. End of statement. No, (laughs) I'm kidding. I mean, Ramjack is like, no one knows what that is. It's so obscure. The concept came from like a serial, right? Like Ramjack is a thing or a character, an ambiguous idea. That through every title Brad makes is basically a story in and of itself.
1: Indeed. Indeed. You know? You know?
0: Hey. That's what it is, you know?
1: Listen, if we... If, if like, if the uh, the weird company that lifts up your house with a jack, uh, if they ever somehow sue us successfully um, for infringing on their name, uh, well, uh, we got a backup plan.
0: Yeah. I don't think they could successfully sue. I mean, we're not doing anything. I... People can have different names for things, especially artistic yeah. work. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, you can't.
1: You can't. You can't own, court. Can't own court. a title like that. Can't. Can't. can own a title. It. But like, it does suck that there is something else with the same weird name.
0: Oddly though, completely removed from the episode, like the realm of podcasting. Unless they also have a podcast, which yeah. if they ever do, or if they did.
1: But like, we have had people like stumble like onto like I think the old Facebook fan page that like that worked for that company, and like it's weird, like. Uh, like, they, we have, we've, we've had some weird encounters with people looking, either working for the company that lifts up your house on a hydraulic jack to fix, like, the foundation or something. I don't really understand what it does. It seems weird to me. I think we got a better claim.
0: I think we should sue them. <laughs> <laughs> i mean the uh the link for we don't have a patreon but the uh what was it a paypal or something i mean it's there if you want to send us money for the funds to maybe successfully in small claims court because it doesn't cost that much i don't know what we would try to sue them for but
1: yeah but we'll fucking take him to court we'll fucking (laughs) do it if alex jones can sue the government (laughs) Like we can sue the we can sue that company that lifts your house up with a <laughs> hydraulic jack for some
0: reason. <laughs> I mean all seriousness, it's only been awkward run ins with them. It's not been yeah. like anything malicious. They haven't been like, hey, stop using our name. If anything, it's like, alright. Okay, because well, they, they know because they know well, they respect the territory. Yeah, if they come over to the podcast realm Well, then we've got something oh, to say Well,
1: then we'll fucking we'll fucking we'll take them out We'll take those motherfuckers out and they know it. That's why they haven't even tried
0: at the same time I know nothing about hydraulic jacks lift a house Brad and I don't even have no interest in that mm. field No, nope. there's no need. Nope it's covered yeah. by, I'm assuming, the fine folks of Ramjack. I, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know anyone there. I have only really had awkward run-ins with them digitally. do Don't know. What? Do know. Uh, what I do know is, Alex, you're going to have 60 seconds to <laughs>
1: summarize an amazing episode of IT called Playing With Fire. <sighs> and how does it? Mm. Please take a moment. Collect your thoughts. Think about what happened in this episode. What were people doing? What were people doing? What were people wearing? Uh
0: I mean, truly, the fashions were pretty amazing this this week. Like, is Flute Girl my one true love? Like, she might be.
1: Like, I feel, I feel like we could have something. Um, we'll right. get to that in a minute.
0: Yeah. Tell me when you're ready. <laughs> Literally in a minute. Um, I, I, I'm gonna try it. All right. Let's go for it. All right. Get your hydraulic jack ready. On three, two, one, go. So someone is setting fires in the park or near the park in small buildings, and I'm not really sure who's doing it. But there's a girl who was seen exiting one of the buildings and started playing her flute out in the park. It's a beautiful music. Um, but it's also November, so it's a little suspicious. So the cops think that she may have set the fire. Uh, of course, Amy Amanda is uh, assigned to help her in court, and she's the, the flute girl's very defensive about all of this. Well, there's another guy who is got a development happening. He wants to uh, start some kind of housing development, and there's suspicion by at least Flute Girl and a few others that he might actually be the one setting a bunch of fires to... End and framing Flute Girl for it. TNT is on the case. Mr. T uh, interacts with a lot of crazy characters on the beat to try to figure it out, but in the end, uh, it's Flute Girl who traps and gets a confession on tape uh, in her recording studio an abandoned building from the guy who has been setting the fires for the housing developments. And case closed. One minute! <laughs> thank you, thank you. I would like to uh, thank the podcast, of course. Uh, Ramjack, I uh, think the fine folks there that rings homes, uh, Brad for always being here uh, with us, and then of course uh, the people who listen, whether that's in the United States, the Netherlands, or wherever, the UK. Indeed, indeed. Oh, what an episode. <laughs> it is. So am I wrong, but did the last episode not have a costume change? Because um, I thought sure. something was off, and I I know one of them didn't, and because because I saw it here and thought, oh yeah, did the last episode not have that? Because it's always been in the episodes, like it's a staple. But I could have sworn in the last episode they didn't do a Mister T well, costume change.
1: There've been a couple that didn't have costume changes, so this is, this wouldn't be the first. Okay. Um, but I think the last one did. I just it's been a while.
0: Um, totally cool.
1: Um, first question, where where is Renee and where's Sophie slash Sophie?
0: I mean inquiring minds wanna know. I Sophie slash Soapy, I mean I, I love when she's ever in the episodes because she's just so kooky and bizarre. I, I, Renee hasn't been in an episode in a while.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, they had Aunt Martha
0: doing um Sophie slash Sophie's job. Maybe Sophie slash Sophie will move on to Greener Pastures. She's an intern. <sighs> who knows? Oh, who knows? It's Maybe she's taking a break. PTO. I don't know how it works in other countries. Or in C. Coover. Mm. But I wish that they had been in this episode just because of how kooky and fun it is. And I think, that in particularly, Sophie Staff Sopi would have been right at home. Or do you think that Flute Girl's kookiness is so overshadowing that it would have been awkward to have that dynamic in the show? I, who knows? Who knows? Because fl- Flute Girl is a different type of mystery.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like, Aunt Martha didn't interact with Flute Girl any, so I feel like... Sophie slash Sophie could have just done what Aunt Martha did in the episode. That's my, like... I mean, I'm glad we're using Aunt Martha more, but I'm like, what? Do we, can we only just afford to pay one actor? Do we just constantly slide out? All right, it's either going to be Renee, um, Aunt Martha, or Sophie slash Sophie.
0: The fact that they're in the title screen is the weirdest part because yeah. they have not, Sophie slash Sophie and Renee have not been in enough episodes to garner that. They, they're guest stars at best at this point. Like,
1: and another thing, all right, like we call it, we say Sophie slash Sophie because it says Soapy on IMD, but it's clearly Sophie. It always has been Sophie, but I still like saying Sophie slash Sophie. When is the Amy Amanda situation is going to get cleared up because
2: they (laughs) say
1: both Amy and Amanda. Like, that's what's wild.
0: Her name's Amy Amanda. Like, it's her first and middle name. It's super weird.
1: Like, they, they say in the opening credits, like, I they they say Amanda, I think. And then in the show, they're always saying Amy. Mm-hmm. Like, what's her fucking name?
0: It's Amy Amanda. Double A. Like, that's we they are- called her before. T came along. Now it's says, oh, TNT.
1: We are in episode 14. And I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs>
0: oh, it is bizarre. But speaking of not understanding what's going on, the start of this episode, I mean, it's a, it's a self-contained story in a way, or at least it sets up something that I want to know about. Uh, a f- we, we we see a, fl- a woman playing the flute um, in the park, and behind her a building is on fire, and a guy with a camera runs up and starts just like... Chick, chick taking tons of photos. A dude on a bike also goes up and tries to check out what's going on in the building. And the flute girl's just playing. So the guy, the photographer, is like, oh, I'm going to frame this shot. This is too good not to at least take a picture of. I don't know if anyone will use it. But and he, he perfectly frames flute girl playing as a building behind is on fire. Very reminiscent of the meme where there was a little kid smiling at the camera with a fire burning behind her in a building. Uh, flute girl did it first, 20 years prior. But same vibe. Um... It is quite clearly night, and the building exploding, and um, maybe it's just because the light just does something to the sensor of the camera. Sensor. The film as is exposed. I don't know. Um, But that's how it starts. Thoughts on any of this, Brad? I,
1: um, it's such a kooks opening. Like, I, like, just the, uh, the fact that, like, we get this little like shack that's on fire because it's just like a teamster little thing, and everybody's running to the fire. Fu- everybody's running towards the fire. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? What are you? What are you guys gonna do? Do you like? Do you? Uh, do you have like a fire extinguisher on your bicycle? And like,
0: I- my guess is maybe they think there could be someone or something stuck in there, and they're going to see if they can help. Don't know how, but some people run to a problem while others just sit on the side and watch it burn or completely ignore it.
1: And that would make sense, but this, like, little, like, this, I I don't even know, this, they set this up clearly just to burn it down. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't even know what this was supposed to have been.
0: Like a park shed.
1: Yeah, it is, like... It, it's yeah. a park shed. It's a park shed. It's a park a shed. shed. Like, Some
0: parks have maintenance buildings, I guess, like all over the park perm- premises. And a lot of them are dilapidated. They don't need all those sheds. Like Whoever built them was
1: crazy. There's <laughs> so no, they're just ruins. There's no way a person could have been inside there. Um, when this fire began, and either didn't escape or is already very dead.
0: True, because like, this like, is an inf- inferno. Like yeah. it's. Yeah,
1: and again, this little shack is like it is. It's it's barely larger than a porta potty. Like I, I don't know what you're trying to do, but there's like five people trying to rush into the building, and I'm like, you guys can't all fit in there, and it's on fire. Ooh, you're is gonna it a restroom? Like five people are going to die inside there.
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of questions about what this is, because I've never true. been to a park that had this many. Because this is we we learned later, this is not the first of the many buildings around the park that have been set on fire. Nah. Which is also that's when I was like, huh? Because I, yeah, no,
1: I didn't even ca- I didn't catch until the second time I watched this that that guy had set all three fires as yeah. like a setup. Because yeah. at first I thought I thought that like yeah he he was just taking advantage of the local arsonist and he was like oh I'm gonna set a fire now too and blame the flute girl and I. Thought they just left the the other fires <laughs> unexplained, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> that's insane! How, what are you doing?"
0: Um, I really wish that had actually been what the show because I also thought it was going to go that direction too yeah. up until they said it, which yeah. you the, could miss
1: because yeah. Uh, yeah, we find out that oh yeah, the guy the guy was plotting this, so he set like some teenser fires as like as a setup, and then he burnt his building down for the insurance money. I mean, all right,
0: whatever. So the photographer's taking the pictures. The five people may or may not have died going to <laughs> examine the building. And the flute girl plays the flute, just uh, in her own little world, just vibing with their music in the bitter cold of November in SeaCouver. hard cut to the uh, courthouse. The guy's gotten in the paper. The photographer has front page... Uh, wow. the the very top I can't see what the full uh like I guess top in the there's a blue bar that has like another headline yeah. and like another story you need to turn the page and it says something about a Boston bloodbath yeah but below that it's like park blaze
1: park blaze teenage girl plays while park building burns I love I love the headlines it's, it's they're great like real quality stuff I do want to know more about the amount of people that died in the Boston bloodbath
0: yeah. So the photographer guy and another woman are reading the paper and she's like, hey, your photo got in there. This girl's kind of weird, right? Yeah, she kind of gives me the creeps, uh, the photographer guy says. And there's like a cute interaction between them. And she's like, she's kind of like weird. I bet she she, she, she shouldn't like shivers down your spine. And he's like, kind of. Kind of like you, and then a hard cut over to like the doors open. I'm like, oh, he was so trying weird. so hard. They, that, sorry, buddy, she's out of your league. Oh, I'm sorry. Yikes, so weird. It's uh, so weird, but I love how they do that. Like always, like a yeah. little, vi- like a little vignette of just a peek into somewhat something else happening in the larger world of C. Coover. I no, wish it paid yeah. off and we got these characters coming back, but I know that's not.
1: Um, but we, yeah, we cut because Detective Jones comes out of the room, and all, of course, all the reporters are, are after him, including one that has this weird little microphone that like. It, like I can't get the path It's so, it's it's gold. It's got like, it's got like a big head on it, but like a little, little, little thin little mic, um, like rod. And like, it's got a weird shape to it. And like, like, is this real? Is this an ice cream? What is this?
0: It might not be a real microphone. Cause it does. I, like I, s- I see what you're looking at yeah. and it is bizarre.
1: And I don't think it's connected. Is it connected to anything? No, I don't think it is like, oh yeah, there, there it is. There's the cord. Um, very strange. Very Thinned strange. Thin
0: cord. Yeah. But the it's detective great. guy who we hate um, is given too much time in this episode. He, yeah, yeah. He comes luckily, out there,
1: luckily, he always looks like an asshole
0: every time. Oh, yeah, he's so. always an asshole. So this asshole is walking down and they're asking some questions. She's like, Get out of my face. I don't know nothing. Who knows? Talk to her via uh, the, uh, the, the flute girl to see if she was the one who started the fires. I don't know anything. I'm a policeman. Get out of here. What's she like? She's very
1: quiet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, cool. So. Uh. The only reason they leave him is because the court doors swing open and flu girls out there with Amy Amanda. And they immediately I love that one of the first people to her says, Why did you start the fires? Like just instigating, like, yeah, I bet you started. Are you an only child? (laughs) Why did you Why were you in the park? It's November. Uh, and Amy's just like, guys, leave her fucking alone. She's a kid. First off, she's like fifteen years old in the Canada the show. This woman is not fifteen, but like, she is playing someone who's fifteen, and she's like, leave her alone. She's, uh, come on. I think they do try to book her for this. Oh, like, they blame her for this particular you know, yeah, fire because yeah, no, she was absolutely. seen coming out of the building.
1: Yeah, it, but yeah. The we'll question talk about is, when we get there because it's amazing. Um, yeah, but yeah, she's like, why don't you guys just make something up? So. Oh yeah, the
0: flute girl says that to someone. She's like, why do you? She's just make it up angsty and i love it yeah
1: so now we cut to uh detective jones at his desk with a cup of coffee with a lid on it that he can't work and he's talking to the mayor and the mayor's like uh, apparently they're all getting a lot of pressure about all these arson like oh we, we got to solve this and he's like yeah i know i'm i, I the reporters are hounding me too that's i don't know what to do i'm just i'm just detective jones What do I do? And then he like spills coffee on his hand (laughs) and he makes a sound that doesn't make sense. And the mayor thinks he's laughing at him, which also doesn't make sense. So the mayor hangs up on him.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's a
1: weird comedy bit. But basically what we do learn from this scene is that, yes, um, Detective Jones doesn't think Flute Girl did it. But yes, she, he doesn't think she did it, but yes, they offer going to pursue her for this charge. And if they find any evidence to link her to the other arson cases, then they'll try to go after her for that too. Which is what the mayor wants to happen. The mayor wants to like, yeah, go. this flute girl did it, blame the flute girl. And Detective General's like, I don't think she did any of it, but I, I have enough evidence. I think I can pursue her for this one arson case. But I gotta find more evidence or I can't, like, I can't, uh, pursue her for these other things that I don't think she did.
0: Which, at that point, I mean, still investigate, I guess, because there's a lot of fires going on in the park. But at the same time... I don't know, that seems weird to me, right? Like, yeah. that's wrong. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's very bad. That's not, what, that's not how that Got should to work. Gotta pin it
0: on somebody. The media's begging for someone. Well, throw the 15-year-old girl at her. Why not? I mean, I don't think she did it. But at the same time, she's there. She's a star. She's in the paper. Let's give her a minute. Let's give her some spotlight and maybe some jail time. Um, meh.
1: So wild. So, uh, Tech Jones, uh... Uh, comes out of his office and Amy Amanda's is like, "Hey, what the hell is this shit about? Why are you <laughs> going after Flute Girl?" And he's like, nah, well, hey, listen, everybody's after me about this. It's like I'm I'm sick of dealing with reporters and shit." If well,
0: you- that's not a good reason to pin it on a child. Ah.
1: Hey, if I were you, I, I, I would get her uh, to a psychologist to figure out what the hell's wrong with her.
0: <laughs> I also love how Amy Manda says, uh, she she says specifically the phrase firebug. Like, it's it's weird to frame this 15-year-old as a firebug. Nah, I get her to psychiatrist. Firebug? I mean, arsonist would be the word to use. Firebug seems a little too... Off or away? Some old
1: timey shit. Like I, yeah. Pyromaniac
0: is even better. It's old timey, but still. Firebug seems strange to me, but Um, adorable. I like. I just love that she would say it.
1: Oh yeah, it's great. Um. So we go back to the office, and Amy Man is and Aunt Martha is dusting the radio and cleaning up and throwing away Mister T's newspapers, (laughs) which is very like. Does she work there too now? Like, what's happening?
0: Maybe. I don't Where
1: know. Where is Sophie/Sophie and also Renee, both of which I believe work there in some fashion. Yeah, at least sometimes. Very strange. Um but Amy Ann is like she can't figure out flute girl. She's like, I just don't get it. How was the place burning down and she was just playing a flute? Weird.
0: And Mr. T's like, look, it's it's like when you work at the gym and you just get so into lifting weights or jogging or anything anything, boxing. Oh no, 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 no.
1: Mr. Oh, no. Mr. T starts just to, to say, well, you and Amy Amanda cuts him off. He's like, I know what you're gonna say. It's like when you're in the gym. And Mr. T's like, I was gonna say it's like when you're reading a book, bitch. <laughs> Maybe you should focus on being less racist. Yeah. Just be I a mean... little less racist every day, Amy Amanda. <laughs> Understand that I am a full person and I don't just think about the gym. How is that racist? I, you know what you thought.
0: To me, it was a weird exchange because it makes it sound like Amy has questioned how people can just zone out before. And this is something Mr. T has mentioned uh, absent of the flute girl case. Yeah. Like, Amy just can't get around how people aren't aware of their surroundings. And Mr. T's like, eh, it's actually kind of common. A lot of people can just kind of like filter out the background noise. She's like, I don't believe it. Um, So Mr. T's like, it's like reading a book, you just get lost. And then Aunt Martha volunteers that it's actually like being in love. And I think this is adorable, and I wish it set something else up. Because Amy Mana says, oh, is that what this is about? Love? It's not, but the way it's set up, I'm like, well, it could be Amy Amanda. <laughs> Why is there a Mickey for you in this? Where are you going to find love? But that's about me having watched TNT and loving these characters, genuinely. I, I, I genuinely enjoy this show so much. Uh, maybe Mr. T could find some romance. I don't know. I like rom-coms, and I know this isn't that, but still. Um, and what about Decker? I thought him and Sophie slash Soapy had a thing going for a yeah, minute. Yeah, real. More of that...
1: Um, but Aunt Martha, like, like, she likes playing the flute. She's not in love with the flute. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, like, that's different. Can't she just play a flute? Yeah, she's a kid playing an instrument. Like, yeah, she's like zoned out playing a flute. She's not paying attention to the tiny shack that burned down. Because also, that place probably like burnt up in like 30 seconds because it's very small. <laughs> <laughs> and clearly just made of plywood for the sake of burning for a TV
0: shoot. I mean, if you've ever played an instrument, fucking easy to just, like, completely not, because you're paying attention to either the strings, or in this place, like, the valve and buttons, yeah. and a flute's got a lot of that. Like, yeah. if you're a young musician, you're still, like, trying to learn, like, hey, what am I doing? I gotta remember this. You're not thinking about anything happening around you, and when it's bitter cold, the heat from the fire is gonna penetrate that far, because she's She's on a bench by it, but not close enough to where it's understandable she wouldn't know that a fire was happening behind her.
1: Flash forward, uh, season three of TNT, Amy and Ama- Amy Amanda calls Mr. T, terrified. Uh, Mr. T, I this, something happened. I was I was playing this new video game Tetris, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I, I lost two hours and I don't know what happened. I was just thinking about, about shapes falling down, and I don't I, I don't even understand. I, I lost, I wasn't even I, I, I couldn't even, it wasn't even paying attention to my camel statue! Well Amy Amanda, it's like, it's like reading a good book, or falling in love,
0: (laughs) or playing the flute in the park. And she's like, oh yeah. She finally understands and all it took was a popular video game on the, on the Nintendo or the Game Boy. You know, back in my day, we had little machines called Game Boy. You probably didn't have it. You probably don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we, that, that we used to time. play uh,
1: video games. I don't know if you know about that. Uh, it yeah. used to be a thing. We, we'd play video games. We didn't do this thing you guys do now where you, were you like, uh, I don't even holograms or whatever and
0: just <laughs> flying around. The meta or whatever you call it. I don't know, whether, but, you know, pixels on screens. That's what we had. Really shocked me you didn't go with Jack's Grandpa. Fuck. Um, so, Mr. T's on the beat now. He's like, I'm gonna go over and see what's up. So he goes to the park, and this guy that he meets, that is cleaning up this shack, is awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know where he came from, but I kind of wish he was a mainline character now. Um, but he's just there cleaning up. It's just like, this is a police scene now, but he's getting everything out and getting the building, I guess, ready to be demolished. Who knows? And Mr. T's talking about the flute girl. I don't know how, do you mind, like, you don't have to do this, but can you splice in some of his audio? Oh, Cause it's, absolutely. I, I cannot, re- I, I would feel bad not having the actual audio in there.
1: No, no, it's so good. It's so
0: good. Yeah, she comes down here all the time always playing that flute you ever talk
2: to her nah she doesn't talk to anyone that's cool a lot of people come down to the park to be alone i can dig that you know when it's quiet you can almost hear those marching bands playing like when it was a military academy no kidding hey you think she set those fires i don't know maybe she did one thing i can tell you though she plays nice music
1: Um, so this guy is the the actor's name is Hal Johnson, and shockingly, this was his first uh, his first um, acting credit. <laughs> he had one, two, four, five more
0: oh, over the I next see what two else. years. I gotta see what else he was in.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I just love it.
0: He has a refreshing oh, wait, amount. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait! Sorry, those were acting credits. He also has he also had a stint. On The Amazing Race Canada, in which he was a contestant in 2013. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, for 10 episodes, uh, oh, how? And then he did Mm. two episodes of Body Buds and an episode as a fitness expert of uh, Back in Time for Dinner. Okay. So, I guess he's like a he's like a workout guy.
0: you think Mr. T knew him through the workout circuit and just brought him on? Gave him a shot? And he was on an episode of Press Your Luck in 85. He's all over the place. So, this guy's a mystery to me. So, the first time he was ever on television when he was when he was um,
1: when he was uh, a contestant on Press Your Luck.
0: They liked what they saw. And then I wonder if- 3 years
1: later, he's on TNT playing this amazing role. <laughs>
0: I just love how he delivers every line. Like, and I also love that at the end of it, Mr. T is unsettled and kind of like, all right, I got to get out of here. Because Mr. T is a tough guy, but this guy kind of scares him. Like, he's almost as ominous and strange, uh, not ominous, but like as weird as Flute Girl. And that's what I'm thinking, who's hanging out at the park? Like, is everyone at the park just weird? <laughs> in a good way, so I guess. Strange. I don't know. So
1: strange. By the way, his wife was his uh, um, his partner on Amazing Race Canada.
0: Ooh. Uh, Joanne.
1: Joanne McLeod. A McLeod in Sea Coover?
0: Hmm. Of Clan McLeod, of course. She, so, I, their exchange is basically him saying, like, look, Flute Girl's been here every day. That's just what she does. She comes here to the park. You know, there's a lot of interesting people that come to the park just to hang out. And at the end, Mr. T's asking a question I was like, "Do you think she did it?" Oh, I think she could have done it. I don't know if she did or not, but I, maybe she did. But
1: I'll tell you this. I'll miss her music. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Mr. T kind of draws back for a second like, what the fuck? And he, and, and he gets out. He also he calls should. her
1: spooky, um, which I'm like, leave leave, leave my girl alone. She's not spooky. She's amazing. I love her.
0: Like, what was this guy trying to do to Mr. T? I, like, what, why did he act? Is this just who he is? Was he trying to spook him? Like, what? I think this
1: is bad acting. <laughs> I think that's all this is. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just just oh isn't come good. on brad i know i i i
0: don't, this was a choice right I, this was I, part of the whole thing right this i think he doesn't know what he's doing i love it it's, great. it's
1: great but i think it's completely unintentional
0: <laughs> hard cut back at the office and amy amanda is trying to she's asking uh flute girl questions and flute girl's there with her mom And she's just trying to learn about Flute Girl. She's like, hey, how long have you played the flute? I played for a while. The first time I played a flute was when I made one my own out of wood.
1: That's like, that's crazy. She's like, "Um, first I played a recorder. uh, Then I made my own flute out of bamboo. Excuse me. You did what? Oh. And she's like, yeah, whatever. Um, And then Amy is like, oh, and you play in the park? Doesn't get cold this time of year? Cold? Cold? So what, you think I set a fire? Is that what you think? You think I'm an arsonist? And then she storms out. And I'm like, flute girl, um, (laughs) what what are you doing later? (laughs) Because you're kind of kooky and
0: I'm there for it. How long have you been playing? Since I was about 10. First a recorder, then I made a flute out of a piece of bamboo. How long have you been playing in the park?
2: Since last summer, there are always so many different sounds, like a kaleidoscope. I just started playing along. Doesn't
0: it get a little cold there this time of year? Cold? Oh, you mean didn't I start the fires to keep warm? No, that's not what I meant at all. I'm just trying to understand. Really? Well, why
1: don't you ask the press? They've already got it all figured out. Oh, Felicity, please.
0: I'm sorry. I love it, Amy Amanda, because the woman who plays Amy Amanda, I do enjoy the way that she delivers her lines and the way that she plays Amy Amanda. Um, and the way that she she says after Flute Girl is like, what? You think I started those fires to keep warm in the park? Uh, Amy Amanda's like, I didn't say that, and I'm not implying that. I'm literally asking, like, I'm trying to see how, look. How I am perplexed by the... How <laughs> dare?
1: I will kill you in the
0: night. <laughs> She probably thinks I'm one of those firebugs. Mom, we're going. And Mom's like, so sorry. I don't know why she's acting like this.
1: Oh I love it. I love it.
0: So, it's so fucking insane. I mean, and, and the way that Fluke Girl says all these things, just the look on her face, she looks crazy. Like, they are setting you up to kind of like, is she the one who said the fires or not? But I mean, and obviously she didn't. Though I wish they, I don't know. I, part of me wishes they had gone up multiple ways with this fire, like this fire story. Like, they got the guy because he just happened to be the person that was burning it, taking advantage of it. But maybe she was the one who oh, the yeah. like we'll started the fires. We'll never of, know. She could have started one of those fires. Well, the dude in the park, the guy who was cleaning up the building probably started the fires <laughs> for sure right definitely if he's a round flute girl hearing her then of course he's near the fire and he like a pyromaniac wants to watch the fire once he says he's the one he, he's the weirdo starting on the fires that makes sense that makes sense that's how it should have been written yeah
1: more of that guy so good so uh, after this, Mr. T goes to investigate. Um, he goes to talk to the guy that uh, saw Flute Girl last. He's the one that identified with the police. And he's like, hey, uh, so you saw Flute Girl? He's like, yeah. And then immediately the guy that owns the building comes out and interrupts. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and he's like, like oh, Mr. G- hey, Mr. T, you're asking questions.
1: It's like, that, Mr. T doesn't even get to interview that guy because he's like forced back to work by his weird boss.
0: You know bosses. Anytime the help or the the people they're exploiting for capital gain takes a break, he's like, nope. Radar goes off. Oh, yeah. Nope. Go back to work. Yeah. Let me talk to this person, the civilian. Yeah, but the thing this is, detective. The thing is, this guy's a real firebug. <gasps> <gasps> bum, bum, bum. So, so Mr. We'll T. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, Mr. T is like, uh, he finds out. Oh yeah, the, the, he's uh, he's renovating this building. He's he's gonna sell it for a million dollars. Cool. And then like, he's like, well, gotta go. Um, and the guy. I guess his girlfriend gets out of the driver's seat. So apparently she drove there. She gets out of the car. He's like, who, who are you talking about? What woman? What woman are you talking about? And she's like, your sister. Now get back in the car. i was sick of waiting for you. Well, we'll teach you patience. And then, like, he gets in the driver's seat. So is he driving her car or did she drive his car there? Why does this woman got to get out of the driver's seat? Why isn't she driving? Let her drive the car.
0: This is another one of those surprising just random pictures into like another life in C. Coover that I fucking love. Like to me it's the same thing as the photographer and the lady like, like you send chills down my spine? Because this guy's talking to her and like this has no bearing in the rest of the story other than like he thinks like he is the one setting the fires. But the fact that he's talking to his girlfriend and it is a, did she drive there? Is it his car? Is it her car? And he says like patience is a virtue to her like that, yeah, he's just, we just know through this interaction that he's kind of a shady guy. And when he says something like, you sit it's weird. And we're like, okay, this guy can't be trusted. Who knows what's going on? This this woman that he uh, is in a relationship with is apparently very questionable about other women in his life. Uh, who knows what that's about? But I want to know more. Like this whole interaction, I'm like, where's another scene with these people? I want to see more into their lives, too. What's Tell it, me. T- what's it,
1: I want to see her reaction to finding out that he's a real firebug. <laughs>
0: That's where I kind of wish this show was 45 minutes or an hour long, because no. I just want more sometimes in these episodes. I wanted to have breathing room to be itself, though it is, again, every episode's super tight. Definitely. Mr. T is suspicious of this guy, um, and that's how the this, this scene kind of ends with him. We cut back to the park later. Flute girls, there playing. Um... We also know that Flute Girl has been told by the police and authorities not to go back to the park yet because they're, she's under investigation or they're still trying to get these, this fire thing situated. While she's playing, we see a montage of Mr. T going to the park and questioning lots of people, just like joggers, uh, kids playing in the park, anyone in November that's in a park. A runner that's just like keeping their legs up, at their, Mr. T stops them for a second and then he starts moving his legs up to keep up with her. I played for humor some of it.
1: Um, But then we see Food Girl has like wandered into this place that guy is turning into condos and is just like looking looking around at stuff.
0: Yeah, with her flute, just in her jacket and her giant scarf and her hat. And the guy walks in on her. And there's, like, architectural plans. There's stuff around. He kind of comes in silent and kind of scares her a little bit. And he's like, hey, um, who are you and what are you doing in my building? I like, wait a minute.
1: I like old buildings.
0: I like to wander in and just look around. The lives that must have been lived here. The things that people have left behind. I'm adding more to what she said, but it is, like, she's just, like, creepy. And it's the guy who, who was talking about her earlier that's building the building, as Brad said. And he's like, wait a minute, you're flute girl." <laughs> she's famous at this point. She's been on the front of the paper back in the, the '80s when they had papers. Because back in my day, we had these things called newspapers where people got their news from, <laughs> kids. Um, and she's like, "Excuse me, but I have to go." And which is it, like, I love that she just dismisses herself and is just it's like, "So great, I love Like, her. I don't know, is the music calling her? Is her mom calling? Her? She's just like, "I'm sorry, the music calls to me. I must go into the night." It's great, and the guy looks kind of, like, astonished that, one, Flute Girl made an appearance in his building and that she just left him. And he's, like, the way the actor plays it, it is genuinely just, like, in awe of, whoa. And I love that. I I do love that, because I know know now he was a criminal and that he started all these fires. But he's still in awe of the Flute Girl and what she does for the park in the area.
1: So, um... Like, so she leaves, um, and we see
0: some fire right after that. <laughs> Immediately goes to someone with a gas can just, like, setting fire to a place. Um,
1: and then we see, uh, um, what's on the paper? Fiery Encore. <laughs> Flutus plays Encore as second building burns. Now, here's the thing. That's not the second building.
0: No, it's like the third or fourth. Yeah.
1: There was, there was three before this. So, this is the fourth building. So, hey, newspaper, get your shit together. Also, I love that they just used a photo of her from the, from the previous photo, like just in a box under the fire. Like she, they don't have a photo of her playing the flute there.
0: No, they're insinuating that she's the one who starts the fires, and it's it's wrong. Like it's criminal almost. It's just like, hey, we're gonna pin it on this girl because the media wants the girl to be the one who sets the fires. Yeah, weird. And you know who else does? Detective Jones. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, lady, we told you not to go to the park. And she's like, just because someone put a picture of me near a park doesn't mean I was there, but also I was there. Also, I may have wandered into that building before it caught on fire, and I may have talked to the business owner before then, and I may have just missed myself mysteriously. But I didn't start. you got to believe me.
1: Mom, tell him. Oh, it's so great. And like, I love that, like, she again, she just has like a flip out. She's like, why does it even matter? No one believes the truth anyway. No
0: matter what I say, no one believes the truth. <laughs> Ugh. What is she wearing in this scene? Ah, uh, I love. Um, <laughs> it's some kind of like bodice. Yeah, I can't. It's. She kind of wears it later too. I don't. I I can't. Yeah, I
1: can't tell if it's just like a. I can't tell if that's just like the pattern, or if there. If it is like a corset situation.
0: It, I'm pretty sure it's a corset-like situation. It's very strange because she's yeah
1: she's got like a like a black hat and like the top is black but then this like I either corset or like just the part of the top that is that's corset like
0: is like light colored and patterned. But- it's- it's definitely like a weird '80s thing because it oh. also has like straps, kind of like an overall, but they're much higher. Yeah, and she has tiny little suspenders holding this thing up. Yeah, she's got it's higher. It's like bizarre. she's
1: wearing uh, it's like she's wearing a black sweater with like a gray uh, plaid corset that has suspenders,
0: <laughs> which is like all right, flute girl. I, what, I get I'm, it. What I'm saying I is
1: like flute
0: girl what are you doing later (laughs) you've cast a spell on brad um she's a special lady Mr. T's at the scene of the fire, and the guy who is the insurance claim guy is like, Look, this sucks. I'll be honest with you. We're going to have to pay this out. And I don't want to pay this out. This is a lot of money. It was insured. Like, he was going to sell this for a million dollars. And of course, the insurance claim is much than that. Like, we, Amy Amanda really needs to do her job, whatever it is, so that we can get out of this paying this insurance claim, which I think is a weird spin to put on this. Yeah.
1: Uh, also, I, that, the creepy insurance guy, he also has something like, uh, um, Ah, boy, that lady lawyer. uh, Oh, I hope she can plead as good as she looks. (laughs) Weird. Weird.
0: Weird reactions. Like, that makes me cringe. Where Flute Girl makes Brad since... Uh, tingles down Brad's spine much like the photographer does uh, for the other girl. Like there's there's a lot of weird things happening in here, um, which I like. I think it look it is weird, but at the same time, I love that there's all these characters coming out of the woodwork with oh, yeah. a little bit more than just the stock lines they have. Really world building, if you will. Mr. T's kind of like put off by the line, like yeah, okay. We go to psychiatrist because they finally take this girl to a psychiatrist. I don't even know if they finally is really the word. And then I me mean, man is talking to the guy and he's like, look, um, we're gonna keep her here for five more days just to kind of observe her, which is weird. Clearly,
1: this is how you know this was made in Canada. Like, the idea of, like, yeah, we're gonna keep her here three to five days just to make sure. She seems fine, but we're gonna keep her here three to five days just to make sure. I'm
0: sorry, three to five days? Three to... Um, excuse me? Just to make sure... Even though all and he tells Amy Amanda look, she's fine. She's just a kid. But just to make sure she's just a kid, we'll keep here for five days. I mean we'll do you room mean room you're gonna bankrupt her. her
1: parents? Like what are you talking about?
0: No, no, no. It, it's taken care of by the by your taxes and stuff. You're fine. Weird. I like so crazy. So crazy. I'm not feeling Amy Amanda's outfit right now. The blue blazer with like the weird yeah. stripes and the brooch. No, you know. it's
1: not good. It's 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 too big. Um yeah, the stripes are the stripe the cause it's like it's like checkered, like, but these checkereds are so big, it looks like she's the holodeck from Star Trek. She,
0: uh, Yes, she looks like a blue holly from Star she's Trek. She's a blue holodeck. And look, sometimes I mean, Amanda comes to correct the fashion, and sometimes she does not. This is one of those times. Mm-hmm. I love that the doctor says, look, just so you know, though, f- people who start fires, who have a compulsion to do that, that do it for fun entertainment, they watch the fires. I think you mean and the firebugs... Yeah, look. Classic fire bug trait is that they they just love, they get giddy watching the fire in the aftermath. And from what we can tell, and all the pictures and everything, she is just like near but not watching it. So probably not her from that perspective. But again, five days. We'll make it around. We'll make it seven or eight. We'll just watch her for a full fucking week, and everyone can have their their be rest at ease that either no more fires happen or if another one happens, we know it's not her. Cool, cool. Hi. She's back. She's got her. She's got her outfit on. She is playing her flute on the uh, her her room at the uh, psych ward. I don't know what this is. Yeah. Oh, we
1: can um, actually see this outfit now.
0: Yeah, we get to see it now fully.
1: Okay, so this is like it goes down to this is a full
0: like skirt situation. Um. Okay. It's a cool outfit. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. This might be best dressed just because uh, yeah, I think so. it also has like a cool sheen to the fabric. Like it is like I would also think that this would be something on a different world. Like one of the people at college, if they um, wanted to dress and go out, this would be perfect there. And I fucking love the outfit. Like the best dressed, hands down, yeah. flute girl. No, yeah, <laughs> definitely.
1: It's a goodie. Um, yeah. So she's, of course, playing the flute Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and Mr. T comes up and is like, how could such a sweet sound come from someone <laughs> so dangerous and destructive <laughs> and it's like Mr. T you're you're, you're part of her defense what are you talking about why don't you and then Amy Man is like actually I think there's a chance that maybe she didn't do it I'm starting to think that for the first time
0: what, what are you
1: people doing <laughs> there's never been any evidence
0: nope like, Sometimes the media will do this to you, Brad. They'll just put, look, they had suspicions of the first one, but when they printed the story that had a photo of her next to another photo of fire, and they still were putting two together, the media was forcing this on oh, them. So like, Of course
1: they were confused. Amy, Amanda, and uh, Mr. T, like, I
0: am disappointed. Like, you guys should be better than this. Who, Who's out there protecting my dear sweet flute girl? <sighs> well, Mr. T, well, they're both coming around. Mr. T goes to the scene of this, the latest fire, and he's there kind of checking things out, and then the guy who started the fire, the guy who owned the building... And is filing the, the ridiculous insurance claim like just the amount. He's there, Mr. T's like, "Hey, what's up? Why are you showing up to the place that just burned down?" He's like, "Oh, you know, I'm just checking to see if anything survived." Honestly, like a legitimate excuse of like, "Yeah, look, I own this building, I yeah. seeing if anything was here." And Mr. T's like, mm, "Suspicious." <laughs> also not really ultimately
1: suspicious, not but whatever. It's And Mr. T's like, "You sure you should be in here?" What do you mean? You know, it's very dangerous. Could be structurally unstable. Oh, oh, good you know, point.
0: Good point. Look, I'm just thinking about the documents I had in here, the things that I lost. I'm sorry. I just, you're right. I should get out of here. Like, I just wasn't thinking. Maybe that girl's not the firebug.
1: Like, I don't understand the logic that's happening at all. But he like, would
0: have to walk away, and like matches fall out of his pocket, and then also like a note that says like a, a, a cross out of like different places <laughs> in the park with like an X on them. Yes. I'd be like, well, wait a minute, <laughs> that's suspicious. Um, but, this is not suspicious at all. But what? We But uh, what Amy Amanda tells him is like,
1: oh, yeah, it turns out that uh, uh, that guy was having a real hard time selling that place because the the city was um, counting that building as a historical landmark. Ooh, I don't know why hit with the
0: old historical landmark. How
1: was that building a historical landmark? Weird. Who
0: knows? See, um, Coover.
1: Yes, um, but they. Were-
0: Decker's in here for a second because that's where this exchange happens at the gym, where uh, T is like uh, practicing oh, with Decker, sorry. and Decker says like one line.
1: Oh, was that before this? I think so. Well, this is. Oh no, this is somewhere they're in the hospital. Because this oh, well, is well, where that's she overhears. Before- it.
0: Okay. Oh, you're talking about Flute Girl? overhears yeah. them talking about it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because- that did happen before. this. Yeah.
1: So because uh, he's, they're suspicious that uh, maybe he has something to do with it um, because, you know, he has something to gain. Oh, yeah. Um, so then we cut to uh, um, Danforth, Dick Decker's gym,
0: And Mr. T's going at punching because he's just trying to punch through his feelings about the case because it's getting to him and Amanda comes back in. They talk more. And I honestly don't remember what they talk about here, but whatever it is, sends Mr. T into the... I got to transform into Mr. T. Uh, I got so, to the locker room. No,
1: Um. okay. So, Uh. yeah, Mr. T's working and punching it out. Amy Mann comes in is like, ah, we got to figure this out. Um. Nah. Like, nothing's really happening. It's very strange. But then um, Aunt Martha calls... And Amy Amanda has a crazy, over the top reaction. It's real. What? Um, <laughs> because apparently, Flute Girl left the hospital. Oh, because she's on the case.
0: It's been less than a day, Brad.
1: Is she walked out of the hospital. Does that mean like like they didn't say she snuck out? They said she walked out. So was she there voluntarily, just for observation, like so she can do that?
0: Yeah. See, cougars have got different rules. They'll keep you for a week you just they suspect any of the littlest thing, just to help you out. You know, you might you might be setting fires. Who knows? Oh, you're going to leave? That's cool. Just don't start any fires, please. <laughs> She'll be back. <laughs> um, so they get run to the park. Mr. T changes oh, into yeah. his awesome uh, regulate. I'm going to start regulating outfit and mode. This, this fucking costume change is wild. Oh, it's awesome. Because...
1: No, I mean, all, all the costume changes are great. Always love it. But they intercut, like, fiery explosions <laughs> for yes. no reason. I was like, wait, is there another fire happening? Like, That's no. That's what I thought, too. They're just putting that in.
0: And it's, for effect. It's Mr. Great. T feels the burn. Like, he's like, yeah, I am an explosion.
1: So good. So good. So, yeah, um, Firebug guy is uh, at his place looking it over. Don't know why he's there. And then he starts hearing flute music.
0: <laughs> Spooky flute music. The the weirdest thing to the flute music, just to note, not the beginning flute music, but the one that they play after that, which is the same track over and over again. Mm. The beginning of it, to a point, are the same notes to a very to a well known video game song. Um, it's, it's from one of the Legends of Zelda games. And at first I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This predates that by a lot. Um, and Flute Girls literally up to a point of like the first five or six notes are that song. And I'm thinking like, what the hell? And of course, then it deviates slightly. But it's close enough that I'm wondering if they were influenced by TNT literally like it's it's kind of weird
1: amazing
0: it is pretty cool holy fuck what's wrong um or what's what did you discover sorry give me one second i gotta check this out ladies and gentlemen aunt martha just called brad and he is reacting i just got some some breaking news uh Uh oh (laughs) via facebook so firebug guy hears the flute he is lured by the siren song into another one of these abandoned buildings uh, Mr. T and Amy Amanda are like scouring the park asking people about what's going on if they've seen flute girl cause everyone there knows her he's lured into a very dark place where there's tons of candles there and what looks like gasoline all over the floor and it's flute girl there and she's like oh hello you've stumbled upon my studio she's like what I record here and the craziest way she's delivering we look over we see just a beatbox with a record like a record Set it at recording, and he's like, Okay, uh, crazy. And she's like, but You know, I didn't start these fires, but if you don't tell me that, if you don't tell people like you started them, I might just have to set one now. And he's like, Whoa, you are crazy, flute girl. Um, please don't set fire to this. We're cool. I started the you can't pin he's reluctant to explain it, but as she lowers the candle down with no fear, like no flinching, oh, ready to die in this it. pyre. He's like, fuck, no, okay, 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 I did it. I did it. I did it. I totally did it. I sent them all. I saw three of them. Did it all, saw an opportunity to frame you and the uh, when the media took it. Cool. Um and she she drops the candle and he's like Aah! and she's like, oops. It's water, not gasoline. You'd be able to smell gasoline, you idiot. But okay. I love her. Oh, it's great.
1: She's so great. She's so great. And then, like, he immediately is about to attack her. Oh, yeah. Like, he is going to murder her. But luckily, in comes Amy Amanda, and Mr. T. And Mr. T just chases after this guy. He's running, like, like, fearing for his life. He knows what happens. Mr. T is,
0: is killed before. <laughs> like I do, lo- they know. Did they explain why they go into this abandoned building? Is it just because she wanders into abandoned buildings by like omission, no, like I, she I, says? No, it? I think this is the the place that burned down. I think this is
1: oh, this is that same okay. building. Like it's
0: even crazier that she's turned this into a studio. Yeah. So he knows she's unhinged, and yeah. she knows that because she knows she suspects that he's also the firebug and that's why she does this confession. Obviously, so because we see
1: we see outside, we see some of the burnt stuff before. So I think this is just a part that wasn't as damaged. Um, I, uh, this guy, I love this guy throws out, um, like a crate at Mr. T. Like that's going to do anything.
0: He doesn't know Mr. T like we know Mr. T. No, he
1: like, he jumps out like a door that like is not connected to like a stairway and like, you know, falls to the ground and like closes the door and Mr. T just smashes through the door. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Like you think a you think a door is gonna stop Mr. T? Like and he puts like a like a wooden plank up. Like he's gonna just fucking like keep Mr. T in. Like Mr. T can't break through a door. Come on.
0: I mean I love that the 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 links that they go to tele- telegraph this to the watcher because you're right when he throws that one crate and Mr T does kind of like slide down the stairs and into those crates my hearts get to be, because you like wait a minute Mr T this seems kind of dangerous it's not but it, for a second I'm there but when he you're right when he goes out and he's trying to put the log up there like they are they're showing you he's doing this to try to stop Mr T but nothing can stop Mr T and it's that that I love like they they want to let you know no bust through the door bust through this two by four not two by four but like this large long board and the guy's face is like oh fuck like he's just like okay it's over there's no way there's no way got him booked him turns out he did all of it for insurance claims they got him um
1: so uh yeah so afterwards the reporters are all trying to talk to a flute girl and flute girl's like i'm very happy <laughs> this is all over They're like that's all yeah fuck off um uh, so they get in the elevator and uh She's like, well, I, I'm, I'm glad that's all over. And uh, Detective Jones is like, yeah, uh, every, the media is still real angry with us. And like, Amy is like, yeah, um, they're pretty pissed off with the way uh, uh, you guys fucked around with this fucking innocent teenage girl, you asshole.
0: <laughs> nah, another day, another Wednesday.
1: And what does Float Girl says? What does say? Hold on. Oh, yeah, Flute Girl's like, well, don't believe everything you read in the papers.
0: <laughs> and they all kind of laugh. But even her mother looks at them like she's unhinged. I don't know. She, she, look, did she start the fire? I mean, we know she didn't, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Reassure me as the mom. I need to know that she's not going to do this. Um, I do love that we also get a picture of the paper where they print the picture of the guy kind of like with his, trying to put his hand over his face with a cop of like the guy who actually was the firebug. And yes. then a smiling picture of the flutist just sitting there. And it says Park Nero to Hero! Exclamation point. Cool. Not front page, though. Uh, It's so...
1: I love Park Nero a hero. No, but
0: she's not a Nero. Like, leave her alone. Yeah. You guys painted her as that. Quit trying to paint her as that. Um, who won and who lost? (sighs) I mean, Flute Girl got hassled by the press, but she had awesome comebacks to the press. She was the one who caught Firebug, because without yeah. her, they would not have caught it. And she's also got tons of publicity. Is it negative publicity? Sure. But she's got exposure. I'm sure she can easily parlay this into something else, as far as, like, maybe yeah. a second chair position at the city orchestra? Ooh, who knows? Absolutely. This is the beginning of her career.
1: Yeah. I uh, yeah, I think Flu Girl won. I think... I mean, I think clearly Firebug lost. There's no way around it. Like, he was already yeah. in debt. He, he came up with his kooky scheme to burn down three buildings so that he could get insurance on his one building.
0: Like, dumb. He did this over the, a long period of time, too, to help throw suspicion away from him. Yeah. And that it was just random. So he had a really long plan, and it ended up backfiring anyway. So time wasted. Yeah. And he He's probably going to gonna get...
1: Flute Girl. How yeah.
0: dare you? Yeah. Easy win and lose here. Yeah, best dress is Fluke Girl by far. Yes. you have to look at that dress, guys. If you watch the show, I mean, you'll know which one it is. It's a goodie. Best outfit the TV show this episode. Mm-hmm. Worst dress maybe Amy Amanda in that holodeck outfit. Yeah, holodeck's bad. Holodeck is bad. Yeah, I think I think holodeck's the worst. Yeah, definitely. Um, Brad, would you entertain a new category just for now? Because oh. I talked about this on the phone. The question is, who stole the show in this episode? Mm. I think that the only reason I brought this up, because the guy, now for you, it's different. But for me, or maybe it's not. But when I first brought this up to Brad in text messaging, I was like, the dude who's the maintenance guy at the park cleaning stuff up yeah. is a standout. I stole the show. Yeah.
1: I think a case could be made for t- photographer guy as well. Oh, yeah. Totally. But I mean, yeah. Like, no, I think. Yeah, Park Guy is definitely, like, just the fact that he laughs maniacally at the end of that yeah.
0: is, like, so weird. So weird. Every line is a, a strange choice, and it's just great. Um, So to me, he stole the show, and Brad, if you're cool with that, too. then Honorable sure. mention goes to the photographer, he st- because, he stole again, the, show. the story is Flu- so great. Fluke Girl stole my heart, though. Yeah, so. Fluke Girl stole the heart. Are there any heart stealers in this episode mm. it was Fluke Girl? Hmm. I, I also feel like after that, that maybe Sophie slash Sophie always steals the show in whatever episode that she's in, and that Decker will often steal the show with some of their performances and what they do. But this episode, it is obviously Park guy. Indeed. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Brad, there's something you wanted to talk about at it that was in the middle of it. Do you still want to yes. throw that in really quick? Okay, before we go, one more thing.
1: Guys, as we were discussing TNT, I get a message from Chris... With a link to a YouTube video. It is a nine-minute video. It is a review of a purchase from Creepy Hollows. No way. <laughs> yes. Um. And uh, I'm I'm looking at it now. I'm just like kind of like like looking at some some trash that this person paid money for. It's like a shitty bracelet and like a little charm of a pig.
0: Whoa. Please link this. I need to
1: see this. Yeah. I'm I'm sending this to you now. I I'm gonna have to watch this and get a full um. Get, there's also some kind of like medallion. I there's a, there's a couple of things here. Um at first I thought it was I thought it was like a um it was from Creepy Hollows, but it was just reviewing some purchases. Oh wow. It's like a rock with a bowl on it.
0: Oh boy. This shit. I love the business card that says this was lovingly packaged by like Nova, and it has like a vampire on it Amazing. already, gooks. Um that Pig medallion is weird. Yeah. I'm liking this without any volume on. So Yeah, same. Very strange. The, the There's another thing she bought that looks... It says it's packaged by Mort... Mortiner? With mystic honor? And it looks like a character from a video game or Storm Shadow from <laughs> Joe is the character on the card. Uh, um, where's the, give me a time stamp on that. This is at 2 minutes and 43 seconds. Okay. This goes on for 9 minutes. This was in 2020, December, so a while ago. This one is like a a a shitty rock stamped with a weird bull print. Yeah. Oh, God, what the hell is this? I mean... I can only assume this... There's some sort of magnet or something that says life is made up of sobs and sniffles and smiles. Smile, and the world will smile with you. And then there's a (laughs) made in the USA? (laughs) I... I don't know what this is, but it's part of the unboxing.
1: Oh, is this a char? I think I'm seeing a charging box.
0: <gasps> yeah, it has like a three on it, at least in the package. Uh, oh, there's the bubble a bubble wrap. She got a couple of boxes here. This um, is awesome. This is so weird. I'll have to watch this with sound on it just to yeah. really, and sure we'll give a full report next time. The box so far is the nicest thing.
1: <laughs> and then she gives a review uh, with like how many, and she's ringing it by bats, um, which is very funny to me.
0: She gave some things. She, communication has zero bats, by the
1: way. Oh, wait time for bats. So final score: five bats
0: <laughs> out of <laughs> ten. Out of I five.
1: Don't know. Who knows?
0: I'd like to think she just like slammed them. Like this is horrible. Out of all this, maybe she'll mention other sites we can explore. She's like, look, this is the first time for creepy hollows. Here's some other sites that I frequent, so we can see the rest of like the entire marketplace.
1: Oh man, I'm geez. gonna like this
0: video. All the comments have to be amazing. Oh, I'm
1: looking that up now, and it's, it's a lot. I bought some spells and spirit bindings from CH based on their views, but nothing happened yet. Probably I'm not good at feeling anything.
0: Mm. <laughs> that's the most... That's a precious
1: Spirited, <laughs> Spirited Enterprise are my go-to girls. Nothing but good from them. Oh, so we got a competitor out there. Spirited Ooh. Enterprise.
0: That one just sounds too corporate. They can't be in connect uh, connection with the spirit world. I love this one. check them out and was in disbelief at how affordable some of the spirit friends uh, friends were. Yeah.
1: Oh, friends, we got we got some new friends. Oh, their 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 what their shop is currently in
0: maintenance. So, but but I I will be checking back on on spirited enterprise um someone i love that they know the people someone down here says juno is uh, prepping my new spirit friend use the penny special so now we wait i can only assume the penny special was one of these rando cells mortimer is dealing with my first ever creepy hollows and it's an immortal heart this is amazing thank you so much you said chris sent you this yes Amazing.
1: So, uh, I, I, guys, the next episode, we'll have to do some deep dives, see what's going on here, see what's happening with Spirited Enterprise. I'm very excited. Fresh blood.
0: Oh, yeah, that'll be great. Uh, but until then, again, thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. Um, I'm Alex other guys Brad again Brad thank you so much always a pleasure to do the Indeed. show with you um, you can find us in a lot of different places ramjackpodcast.com you can also find us on Spotify now but any of the podcasting platforms you like um, we also have some stuff on YouTube haven't posted there in a while but it's still up there um, and we also have a Facebook group though what is Facebook in 2022 uh, are, are we going to have to We to turn that into a meta group at some point are we going to have to go into VR Oof. It depends I mean if this we're in this for the long haul Right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is meta when we change our name? When we go into the, is oh then we are, like, in the metaverse, we are the Bravehearts. But in the X-Side world, we're still Jack again. You know,
1: in, the, in the metaverse, we, we start a company called Bravehearts that lifts up houses with a hydraulic jack for some
0: reason. <laughs> mmm, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. This is a very weird digital add-on for my digital house in the metaverse. It's by Bravehearts? The huh. guys have a podcast called Ramjack in the real world
1: <laughs> but in the metaverse they just lift up your house with a hydraulic jack to fix foundational problems or something I don't Didn't really understand it huh. seems weird
0: well we, we will see you on that plane <laughs> eventually and we'll figure it out yeah. And friends, on this very
1: special happy holiday, we just want to give uh, some advice out there because we know that there's at least one person that could strive to be just one degree slightly less racist, and that, of course, is everyone's favorite kooky insurrectionist, the QAnon.
0: Be a little less racist, I guess. Yeah, a little bit every day. Just a little bit. I mean, he's got a lot of time to, to do a lot of little bits while he's in jail. Indeed. Prison. Indeed.
1: He's got some time to, to do that. he got some time.
0: I don't really know much about QAnon Shaman other than you know the whole the whole thing we just talked about and like him being a part of this. Is it cosplay? Like, is he? Sh- no, because like the, he's part of that like because there's like this whole like um, section of
1: QAnon that's very New Agey. So he like he's doesn't he's surprise like for me. real about like his shit. Like he's
0: he definitely has like stuff from Creepy Hollows oh, or yeah. the sisters. Yes. He has yes.
1: spirit. He
0: had spirits with him when he. Took the hill, Capitol Hill. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He, he Yeah, he was definitely had some spirit bindings. Um,
0: His sign could have been bound with spirits in it. Definitely. Were they vampires? Were they seraphim? Angels? Who knows? Those poor spirits bound did, did to he,
1: him. Did he have some Alito Supremo mermaids?
0: Who knows?
1: They certainly didn't help. Didn't
0: help. Did they hurt? Uh, Who knows? Hmm. <laughs>
1: That's, see, that's, that's the new talking point, alright? Yeah, um, no, the FBI, um, uh, the FBI did not, uh, stage the, the January 6th event. Uh, what happened was these Alito Supremo mermaids, huh. uh, clearly, like, working for the deep state. Cause the deep state obviously is connected to Alito Supremos. Obviously. So, the deep state's connected to the Alito Supremos. The Alito Supremos
0: <laughs> – When did we go into like uh, – okay, look. Okay. Just so you know, here's the structure. We're, we've gone from – this is clearly what happened and let me lay out the structure for you.
1: Very simple. I'm Alito Supremos. <laughs> Again, I, like my voice is going. I can't, I can't do Alex Jones right now. Oh, you're fine. Um, but the Alito Supremos definitely did, did January 6th. Like, it, was, it wasn't the Patriots, obviously. The Patriots were just there trying, trying to make their voices heard um, so that um, the, the fraudulent election wouldn't go through. Because clearly there were werewolves casting ballots.
0: Huh. Okay. I mean, if a werewolf is a citizen. Uh, werewolves cannot be citizens. Where does it say in the Constitution of the United States? That a werewolf can be a citizen. Answer me that.
1: Hmm. All men are created equal. <laughs> All men, not not wolves. Wolves do not get a vote. Listen, when 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 even a man who says his prayers by night uh, uh, may become a wolf when the wolf blooms and the autumn <laughs> moon is bright and when that happens he loses his right to vote
0: <laughs> I I love that like in a similar thing to what we just watched in TNT where like, Shaman is coming out of a courtroom and people are like, yelling questions at him that if you did genuinely said something about spirit binding him, it might turn his head like well wait a minute who the fuck asked that question because I have some words with that sir like that gentleman come over here oh, yeah. Receive my wisdom. Hear my tale and uh, despair. But I also like the the idea of them debating fiercely in their message boards about supernatural creatures and when and when they do not get to vote and how that affects elections.
1: I mean, Alex Jones has been talking about goblins and demons forever. So
0: Seriously talking about goblins and demons? Yeah. I did not know this. That is insane. Yeah. Yeah, he's a crazy person. Like Lord of the Rings goblins? Like coming up from the ground and just like elves that have been like, I guess whatever a goblin is, it could be anything.
1: I, I, again, like here, here's my podcast recommendation, Knowledge Fight. Um, like it's very good because Alex Jones is real crazy and he's going real off the rails lately. I mean, real off the rails.
0: Interesting.
1: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I I think this is a great time to start listening to that podcast because like a lot of kooky shit's happening.
0: I'm subscribing right now. Yeah to goody
1: to goody i'm almost caught up to when i started because i i actually i went back and started back at their first episode and i've been slowly working my way forward and now i made it to like march of 2020 well continuing to listen to new episodes of course but
2: this is a free call from jacob Chancellor. an incarcerated individual at alexandria detention center this call is not private it will be recorded and maybe be monitored. How would you describe the conditions of the jail that you're in right now? Well, the conditions in Alexandria are, in the detention center, not as bad as they were in, say, the D.C. jail. I've never experienced, like, real racism and prejudice in my life until I went to the D.C. jail. There was a... a a black woman from Nigeria that was like their nurse or their doctor that was examining me while I was fasting for eleven days because they weren't feeding me organic. She thought I was a racist and a white supremacist and all this crap because she believed what was on the mainstream mockingbird media. And um, when I told her that I was not racist that I was not white supremacist whatsoever, that I've actually you know dated all sorts of women of all sorts of races, I've I've had all sorts of friends of all sorts of races, and I said I, I even you know I've even dated several black women. She said I can't believe a black woman would ever date you. And I was like, oh my! God. I was like, oh my God! You know, like this woman is like being openly racist. You know, because if the roles were reversed and she were standing in the doorway while a white nurse told a black guy, "I can't believe a white woman would ever date you," she would be appalled. You know, she doesn't know what my ethnic background is. She doesn't know I got Native American blood in me. She doesn't know. You know, you know what I'm saying? She has no idea, but she's judging me by the color of my skin. There was also a guy, a guard over there, that wore a Black Lives Matter mask, so he was taunting the Trump supporters and you know, like harassing them and you know, messing with them and stuff. I didn't know you had a Native American in you. Yeah, yeah, that's something that, that's something that I found out um, somewhat recently actually. How do you feel about the nickname QAnon Shaman? Well, it's not, it's not anything I ever asked for. It's one that was given to me by Alex Jones. <laughs> Alex Jones gave you that nickname? He's the one that called me the QAnon Shaman for the very first time when I did an interview with him. I think it was on the 8th of January. Damn. So it just caught on from there? yeah maybe you're not queuing on shaman, but you are a shaman right and you also I do pract- I do practice shamanism, yes sir. Can you tell me more about what shamanism means to you? The shaman is like a ancient monk or um, priest, psychologist, pharmacologist, historian, storyteller, artist, um, astronomer, tattoo artist, um, psychic all of these things wrapped into one person. And so for me, I was always interested and intrigued by Native American culture. And like I told you, my grandmother said that I have Cheyenne in, uh, in my uh, blood. So where does Trump fit into this whole thing? Well, you know, that's a good question. Um, that This whole idea of Pizzagate and the, the info that was dropped during Pizzagate was almost like a trial run. And uh, it was conducted to disclose the truth to the public prior to the 2016 election. So uh, the public knew what was really at stake and people like Hillary Clinton couldn't get in. And the point is that Q was like the next step, I think, in the intel drops. And so after understanding what in the Q community is known as the Q clock, um, the way that the timestamps and the gap code work with the Q drops and how they all relate to Donald Trump's tweets and how there's a lot of the same verbiage in the tweets as well as in the drops. And that they all, a lot of the time, they occur, occur around the same exact time and the way that certain messages are put out, you know, in, in time or in lockstep with his tweets and all that stuff, they, they were using numbers to communicate a much larger and broader message that if you put the puzzle pieces together it made perfect sense. It seemed to me that Trump was a part of something a lot bigger. That the, the, the Trump being at the helm in the presidency, he was, he was a part of this faction within the military industrial complex, within the quote-unquote deep state, the good guys, that were trying to free humanity, and they were trying to get rid of this cabal that is essentially full of Marxists, and fascists, and new world order types that are trying to enslave the population. So Trump, you know, uh, he was tough on China, he was tough on Russia, he was tough on Iran. He was trying to create peace in the Middle East. You know, he, he released the uh, JFK file. He, um, you know, he created the Space Force. That was also during the Trump administration. There was a declassification of zero-point energy engine and inertia propulsion or anti-gravity craft that the Navy put out there. Okay, I'll put it this way. Q is the only major movement in history, as far as I can tell, that is working to disclose the full truth about, say, government special access programs, top secret information and technologies, the truth about things like aliens or interdimensional beings and their role here on the planet. They're the only ones that this this movement was the only portion of any sort of campaign that I've seen in history that it is talking about like the breakaway civilization that has been created in these deep underground military bases. It's the only movement that is disclosing the truth about things like looking glass technology, um, the anti-gravity technology or inertia propulsion technology, how it relates to things like time travel and creating timelines, um, the way that we have like healing technologies or infinite energy devices, and how all this stuff relates to black budgets and to the endless amount of tax dollars that were being used to create this breakaway civilization do you have any regrets dude when you're sitting in a cell for 22 hours a day you have all sorts of regrets far beyond the ones that landed you in that cell Okay, you think about everything you've ever done in your life that you're like, man, I screwed up there, I screwed up there, I screwed up there, I messed up here, I wish I would have said that, I wish I would have done that, I wish I would have kissed her, I wish I would have shown up, I wish I would have done this, you know what I'm saying? You you pick yourself apart like no other. But the thing is, is that... After all this time in solitary, you know they did it to break me. But what it did is, is it made me. All this pressure, the FBI down my brain and down my neck, the DOJ prosecuting me, the media spewing their lies, my previous counsel totally, abhorrently misrepresenting me, saying I'm retarded and you know delusional and schizophrenic and all this stuff. All the while, I'm in solitary confinement. I can't do anything about it. I can't express myself. I can't talk to the press. You know the the the, the, the pressure was unbelievable, but it it turned me into what David Goggins calls uh, anti-fragile, or or almost like a spiritual diamond of sorts, where all that pressure didn't break me. It made me a better, stronger, more uh, spiritual person.